We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, the Mike Schaefer Hour, sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. We have a phone call we want to get to before we get to basketball. Nebraska plays basketball tonight against St. John's. 5.30? FS1. Yeah. We've had, we've, an early game. It is early. It is early. I think it's probably, you know, better than waiting all night for it, though. I like that early. Get it out of the way by 7.30. It's always a little odd, like a 5.30 start. Yeah. is always a little odd. Still in your it day. It is weird. You know? It is weird. Yeah. Like you feel kind of weird just settling in. I think anything it. before 6, I'm just like, this is interesting. With basketball. Yeah. I think before 7. Remember they had that, like, 1 o'clock start on, like, New Year's Eve that one time? Those are always odd. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Northwestern guy, I think it was, like, Derek Favors or whatever. Pardon? Derek Pardon had never played before and scored like 28 points. Oh, that was at, that was at the game. Uh, that sucked. Yeah, he had like 20 rebounds and 20 points. One of Tim Miles' stupid. like first recruits was Nick something from Wisconsin. I'm like blanking on the name. Yeah. Uh, and he got left, the start opposite. Nick, what was his last name? Left-handed shooter. Yeah. <clears throat> went he, got, to, he went to South Dakota after Nebraska. Right. He got the Nick start. Nick Fuller, is that what it is? Yeah. Something like that. He got the start opposite of Derek Pardon and just got abused for yeah. two hours straight. I felt like I should submit it to some sort of evidence. Like you shouldn't like coaching malpractice or something. Well, hang on for hoops. We, we've had Mike patiently waiting for okay. a long time, and he's still with us. He's, Let's got, do it. he's got a question. Mike, you're on. You're on early break. Go ahead, man. Oh no! Did we lose Mike? No, oh my god, we lost see. Mike. Mike, I'm sorry. I told Mike to wait through the break, and if I thought he did. If it's the Mike that would call into the recruiting hour, yeah. and then when I was on with Happer and Schaefer, he's a good caller. I hope he calls back. Yeah, well, I don't know who, which one. Should we get to these calls here real Let's quick? Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, if you can hear us, you're an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Hi. Well, okay. So this is a, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller here. Okay. And, uh, I'd And, you know, everybody likes a different perspective. And I thought you guys would like a perspective from a Notre Dame fan. Okay. Coming from living in Nebraska. I'm born and raised in Nebraska, so I've already had, you know, I'll make this as short as I can make it, but I've learned a few lessons watching college football over time, and I've seen a few programs go through some changes. Well, for example, we have Oklahoma. They bring in, you know, we got Bob Stoops. Everybody loves Bob Stoops. Great guy. You know, then they bring in, we got our good man Lincoln Riley. Then they bring him in. They hire from within the program. You know, and then what happens? They let him go. He got off the hook. They let him go. They bought him a million-dollar mansion in California, and they let him go. Mm-hmm. And now Oklahoma sucks. So, you know, you learn your you learn your, learn your lesson there. Okay. Then you go to Notre Dame, and you bring in Brian Kelly, Cincinnati guy, right? Great guy. You bring him in, brings the program back a little bit. Then you bring in Marcus Freeman, also from Cincinnati. As a defensive coordinator, you hire from within the program. Okay. I just don't think that we can make the same mistake again at Nebraska. We need to hire from within the program. Oh. We have Mickey Joseph, great guy. I think we need to absolutely hire from within the program. You know, it's the same example of like you got a, you know, you got a mom with a kid. She's living on her own. She starts dating a bunch of guys, bringing a bunch of different guys. You know, who's who's your dad? You're not going to know who's your daddy. 
We need to know who our daddy is, and our daddy is Mickey Joseph. Okay. That's what oh, I got to right. say. That, analogy. That, that is an interesting way to look at that. Thank you for the call. I don't rule – I mean, I wouldn't rule Mickey out, but, Mike, Mickey would you, would you put daddy. him down the list right now? Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of the fallback option um, at this point. It, where it gets interesting is, like, when you're looking at Gary Patterson, Jeff Monken, and Mickey Joseph. Like, I think I – I personally would rather just go with what you know at that point than the other two. Yep. That's just me. Patterson sounds like he's not going to do this. I, I was still surprised he was on that football scoop list. I didn't, I didn't get that. Um, his name resurfaced pretty heavily yesterday Okay, uh, for calls that we were making okay. um, within the coaching agent world. Okay. So, okay. And that's sometimes where, sometimes that's yep. where the news breaks. So. Yeah. I, I, we were at Tanner's for the post-game show last Saturday for Nebraska lost to Michigan, and there was a, a TCU fan there watching TCU Texas, and he came up to me. He's like, you know, Gary Patterson, you know, he coached TCU for a long time. Like, he, he believes he's ready to get back into coaching. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't uh, – just to reset a little bit, there's things that we – I mean, we're talking about this, and there are things we know. I mean, we know that no decision's been made. Yep. I think Mike would agree with that. Yep. No decision's been made. I, I don't. I don't mind. I saying don't think that. anyone's accepted the offer. Like that think, rumor's been out there. Except that, an unoffer. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't think. No. No. I would say as, as of ten o'clock last night. Well, uh, as of ten o'clock last night, nothing. There's no. There's no coach in place. Um. I think we both agree that there is steam behind rule. Yep. Um. And then after that. I think we agree on where Mickey is in this. He'd be a fallback two or three or four probably based on what I'm hearing. Or probably more like three or four. And I wouldn't – there's some guys I wouldn't rule out. I wouldn't rule out Campbell right now. I wouldn't rule out Leipold. I wouldn't rule out Doran. And I wouldn't rule out Monken. Chris Kleiman. I he, think, but I think Kleiman he's out. Just signed, he just resigned, Mike. I don't think he resigned anything. So if you look at it, it was just saying that what his extension would he, be. If oh. he wins another game, oh, he has then. an automatic role okay. in his extension that he gets an extra okay. year. So you think Clemens? The most he would get is four point three mil a year. So you think I Clemens, believe Clemens in the mix? Okay. Oh God! If, Based on if, conversations yesterday, if down Clemens, the line ish, uh, no. Oh. I think he's ahead of some of the other names. Okay. If Chris Kleiman was the guy, I would be very ecstatic. That is a great football coach. I mean, if I had to, so I'd said this on my first. What his record is like compared to Chris? Probably pretty similar. Well, Chris Kleiman is is, is a, a Big Ten coach. I'll in the tell you this: conference. Paul Christ has far less FCS titles than Chris Kleiman does. <laughs> he wasn't because he never coached in the FCS. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway. I've always said that Chris Kleiman is a Big Ten coach in the wrong conference. The way he operates. I got the way it. his I, offense. Hey, he's a Big Ten coach. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm pushing back on I like it, too. Yeah. I like it, too. He was in my top three from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. Hmm. That's what I we hope, know. I, I hope you're right. That's what we know. That he's in So in he is 99-32 and 32 in his career, which features a 69-6 and six run at North Dakota State. So you can take out 69 wins and six losses there, mm-hmm. which would make him uh, – 27 and 19 at Kansas State. I don't right. know where else he is. He was right. three and seven at something called Loris right. in 2005. So, so Chris' winning percentage would be much higher than that. Just saying. Yeah, eight and five, four and six, eight it and five, Chris seven Clyman. and three. It's Kansas State. Like, coach. if they win out, they're going to play TCU again, right? I think. And in the Big 12 title game. Yeah, and they were up 28 to three with a backup quarterback against TCU and didn't win that game. Wow. That's because well, the backup quarterback got hurt. They went to the third string, and everything went to hell after that. I'm just saying, 
I well, game show. The game. last time I had looked at that, it was twenty-eight to three, and I looked back and TCU won. And I yeah, was well, TCU came back there on their home field, and they're excited. We are three and zero. Three and zero. It's a winning week, Schaefer. Three and zero still for for Sip. He's just on a roll. We can't be stopping. And shut I'm, up, Sip. Is it seven and one now? My yeah, last yeah. you're on a roll. Yeah. You're on a roll. He threw a little "is it" in there as if he didn't know for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Jacob, he needed Jacob, some I'm pretty sure it's my record here. You might want to double check that. Well, you we guys know your game, Sybil. <laughs> you guys know my theme for this uh, in football season has been Thursday night football, all time leaders for these teams. So tonight it's Titans and Packers. Titans and on Packers. Thursday night football. If you think you know your Titans slash Oilers and Packers, all time leaders, give us a call. 464 5685. Shut up, Sybil. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Can he keep the undefeated week going today? Mike Schaefer will try to help him out. Again, Titans slash Oilers and Packers all-time leaders. For tonight being Thursday night football. 464-5685. Call the Dicktown Sip in trivia. In Shut Up Sip Bowl. If you can hear us, who do we have here today? You're playing Sip. This is Braden. Braden. All right, Braden. Thanks for Brandon. calling. Brandon. Excuse me, Brandon. How do you feel about Titans, Oilers, and Packers all-time leaders? I feel pretty good about it. I nice. do too. Fellas, Schaefer? Strangely good. Uh, well, I hate one of those teams, and a really good friend of mine is a big fan of the other team, so I feel like I know You're aware. enough about each. Okay. All right, well, let's see how it goes. Sip trying to keep the, the undefeated week alive. Brandon, first question goes to you, Schaefer, a lifeline for Sip for one question as always. Brandon, who has the most career rushing yards in Green Bay Packers history oh, with 8,000? 322 yards. I'm on green. I'm glad you gave him a layup. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Because we would have gotten uh, yeah. hammered for that. Well, you, All right, give us I, a layup now. Let's, 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 it's let's, kind of amazing that's their all-time leader. Let's I, make I this a layup drill. You okay. never hear him on green discussed as no. a great Packer. You never like, do. People just don't They just forget about, about it. <clears throat> uh, all right, Sip, first question to tie it up. What coach... Has the most wins in Oilers slash Titans history with 142 wins. I don't know this. I could guess, though. I'd be happy to guess. I have a guess. I think you should guess because I don't think I... It's it's Oilers. It's Oilers slash Titans. Bum Phillips. Uh, Brandon, do you want that one or you want to 142? pass? 142? Yeah. Uh, I will pass on that one. You have no guess for that, Shaver? It feels like it's – and he's passed. Yeah. It feels like it's too many wins for Jeff Fisher. It was it? Jeff Fisher. 142 wins? He's 142. What about Bum Phillips? Yeah. I would have I went with Bum Phillips over Jeff Fisher. I mm. mean, but no, that's surprising. I did not realize he Jeff had that Fisher's many wins. Jeff Fisher's the answer. Great. Great. I'm in, I'm in, You're I'm in trouble, trouble now. We're in trouble, Shaver. All right, uh, we'll, this is we'll bounce back. no. This is for the win. Can't you end right here? Yeah, that's true. For the win, uh, Brandon, who has the most passing yards in Oilers slash Titans history with thirty three thousand six hundred and eighty five yards? Everybody knows this. Warren Moon. Damn it! <laughs> Gotta get your questions right. Gotta get your questions right. That is correct. 
The undefeated week is over. Look at Stiff. He's, if you're watching, he's very frustrated. The microphone went up in the air. The headset's off. Warren Moon just 6,000 yards ahead of Steve McNair. 42 wins for Jeff Look it up. Fish. Look it up. That's like an average of 11 a year? Like, how many years did he coach? Just look it up. Right, he was well, there for I, a very long time. Good job by... Yeah, King, uh, Brandon. Brandon, We'll get good you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Good job, Brandon. I mean, Brandon was tough. That's tough. You've given us Warren Moon before. That was going to be an easy one. Give me this another one here. Um, who give, has give me the, Ernest Givens. Who has the most receiving yards in Packers history? Donald with 10, Driver. 10,000. Donald Driver. That was, that was bad. I'm surprised you got that. He was so fast on that. Yeah, what? Uh, for Donald Driver? I wouldn't have. Like, it would have taken me a little bit. I mean, that, that, was, that's a weird that you got no, that. No, it's not. I, yeah. I mean, I knew you were going to ask <laughs> that's, rushing receiving. That's a name I forget about, Donald Driver, sometimes. Who would you have said? I don't know. Not Greg Jennings, but hey, no. Donald, Donald Driver is probably the best answer. Yeah, but. yeah. It's 142 and 120. 120. Yeah, he had coached a lot of games in Tennessee. He was there from 94 on. Yeah, he was there for a long time. Long time for Jeff Fisher. Who wants the tiebreaker? I'll set the number. Okay, Schaefer, you locked in? Yep. All right. Brett Favre, who's in the news for the wrong reasons right now, played, <laughs> by the way, played 253 regular season games for Green Bay. Mm -hmm. How many wins did he have out of 253 games? Regular season. Oh, my God, this is difficult. Okay, so 253. I would set a number. Let's just pick something nice and round at... 160. Ooh. On the dot! What? On the dot! That's amazing. 160 <laughs> is the answer. 93 <laughs> losses, no ties, 160. Right. I, love, I love the excitement. What do I win? <laughs> I love the excitement. I should give you bagels for that. It's yeah, a perfect bit. It's a, <laughs> a perfect Well, you, you thought through it. Round number. Yeah, it nice round. guess. Nice guess. 160 on the dime. I, mean, I, I thought you were going to ask how many career interceptions, and I was yeah, like, I know, oh, I was this like, oh, is going to be tough. Yeah. That was a lot for Hey, I, I, um, oh, I wouldn't even classify that as a guess. That was, that was, just, that was, was definitely that was an educated. It was well a guess because I was between 165 and 160, and I went 160. Nice job. Well, you guys lost the game, but we that was very out. well done on the, on the tiebreaker, Schaefer. <laughs> we put a little no, asterisk. No consolation. None. No. I got to go interim coach, if he's gone, you know, like. Does that go on my record? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's we'll all see. right. Well, before Good let game. you go, Schaefer, uh, we know you feel that Nebraska's going to upset Wisconsin on Saturday. Yeah, I can stick around for the – You can? Yeah. Oh, okay. good, good, good. All right, good. well, okay, fine. Before that then, do you have thoughts on Nebraska's 11-point dog tonight against St. John's on the road? Uh, uh, any chance to win here? The biggest concern I guess I have, first road game, they went there a few years ago and it got absolutely smacked. Um, I – I think they'll keep it interesting. They've they've been a little bit better than I guess I thought they would be. Um, at the same time, they didn't cover either spread, so I don't know. Um, I, I guess I don't expect them to win, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they keep it within you know ten to seven points somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, like hang around. God damn, you know? me and Schaefer are green way too much today. That's exactly the way. I imagine, imagine if they won Bad this game. Society. Imagine if they won. They won. They got a road win. Mm -hmm. It'd be a good win for them. I, well, it, yeah, that would be okay. We got something going here, but I—I I mean, I've liked how obviously they haven't—they uh, haven't had their full team yet, but they've had different guys step up in the two games. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, you know, yeah. Jawan Gary had a great first game, kind of went away in the second one. Blaze Kata had a great second game. Um, 
Josh Bandamel has, uh, or excuse me, Bandamel has Manuel been, Bandamel, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Manuel Bandamel. Um, he's been really good. Uh, brings a lot of energy. Does a lot of dirty work. Like Greasel has been he, constant. Greasel is a stud. He quietly just goes and gets you know sixteen points. He's averaging he's averaging twenty yeah. a game through yeah. two games. So I've been I've been impressed by some of the new guys and just how quickly they've kind of fit in and they're playing smarter basketball. Yep. The, the, the athletic director commented on it last night. And he likes the look and the way they play more as a team. Yep. Everybody's talking about that now. They play, The chemistry's better. If you get good Wilcher, you can shoot. That's right. You know? Wilcher was good against uh, UNO. Right. Very good. Not good against Maine, but no. they still won the game. The spillover is next on Early Break on the Ticket. In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms. Optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption. And adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com US slash cloud. And get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. 